The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today Weekly Edition podcast number 208. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we go over the list of inductees into this year's class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On to the news of the week. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its list of final inductees into this year's class. We'll go over them in our hall segment, but it is a really good list this year with some great surprises and congratulations to all. The Brit Awards were handed out last week. The winners were Arlo Parks for Breakthrough Artist, Little Mix for British Group, Jay Huss for Male Solo Artist, Billie Eilish for International Female Solo Artist, Dua Lipa for Female Solo Artist, The Weeknd for International Male Solo Artist, International Group went to Heim, Griff got the Brit's Rising Star Award, the top British single went to Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar. The Global Icon Award went to Taylor Swift. And Album of the Year went to Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia. Meanwhile, the Country Music Television Award nominations were announced. The awards will be handed out on June 9th. And the nominees are for Video of the Year, and bear with me, it's a long list. Carrie Underwood with John Legend, Dirks Bentley, Ellie King and Miranda Lambert, Ingrid Andres, Kane Brown, Keith Urban and Pink, Kelsey Ballerini, Kenny Chesney, Marin Morris, Mickey Guyton, Miranda Lambert, Ryan Hurd with Marin Morris, Sam Hunt, and Willie Jones. For Female Video of the Year, the nominees are Carly Pierce, Gabby Barrett, Kelsey Ballerini, Marin Morris, Mickey Guyton, and Miranda Lambert. Male Video of the Year, Chris Stapleton, Darius Rucker, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett. Duo Group Video of the Year, Brothers Osborne, Lady A, Little Big Town, Old Dominion, Parmalee and Blanco Brown, and Runaway June. Breakthrough Video of the Year, Dylan Scott, Haley Witters and Little Big Town, Hardy, Lainey Wilson, Mickey Guyton, Nico Moon. Collaborative Video of the Year, Carrie Underwood and John Legend, Chris Young and Kane Brown, Ellie King and Miranda Lambert, Keith Urban and Pink, Ryan Hurd, Marin Morris, Tim McGraw, and Tyler Hubbard. And the CMT Performance of the Year. Most of them came from the 2020 Country Music Television Music Awards, which is kind of weird that you give an award for something you did on your last year's awards, but whatever. The nominees are for that one, Brooks and Dunn and Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Jimmy Allen and Noah Cyrus, Kelsey Ballerini and Halsey, Little Big Town. Uh, 
They also included, from the country music television Crossroads series, Nathaniel Raycliffe and Margot Price. The Country Music Television Awards will be handed out on June 9th again. Meanwhile, in other award news, for the Billboard Awards, which are upcoming, as in probably next week when I talk about them, or the week after, Trey the Young will officially receive the Billboard Changemaker Award, and Drake will receive the Artist of the Decade Award when they get handed out. Remember, the Billboard Awards have to do with the charts, not with artistic merit. So don't go screaming at your TV set just because somebody who you don't think is good actually gets an award. It's because they're popular, at least on the Billboard charts. The Recording Academy has named interim president Harvey Mason Jr. as their new permanent president. The New York Metropolitan Opera stagehands have staged a rally to protest non-union workers being used to build new sets for the Met's upcoming September reopening. The stagehands have been without a contract since their last one expired last year, 2020, during the pandemic lockdown, and they haven't been paid since last March 31st, 2020. Influence Media Partners has bought a stake in songwriter Julia Michaels' catalog. Meanwhile, Hip Genosis has bought mixing engineer Andy Wallace's catalog. Live Nation will open a new music venue in Houston called The Terminal. Rock Nation has partnered with American Greetings for a greeting card line. Amber Lucid has signed a record deal with 300 Entertainment. American Idol contestant Caleb Kennedy is leaving the competition after a video of him surfaced where he is seen hanging out with a guy who's wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood. Hmm. Rapper Lil Reese was shot and is in the hospital after a shootout in a parking garage in Chicago this past weekend. As of this podcast recording... Reports vary as to the severity of the shooting, with some saying that it was just a bullet that grazed his eye, while others saying that he was in more serious condition and asking for prayers. Don't know which is true at this point. Two more women have added their names to a lawsuit against EDM DJ and producer Bass Nectar, accusing him of sexual abuse against minors and human trafficking which is, in this particular case, uh, bringing a minor across state lines. And there was one passing to pass along this week, and I thought we were going to get through a week without having to mention someone passing on. But this happened on Friday. Rest in peace to Purvis Staples. Purvis was a member of the famous gospel and soul family group, the Staple Singers. The Staple Singers were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1999 and received a Lifetime Achievement Grammy in 2005. Purvis's cause of death was not announced, but Purvis Staples, member of the Staple Singers, who sang the song Express Yourself, among many others, was 85 years old. 
The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its final inductees list for the class of 2021. There were definitely some great surprises on this list. First, let's get to the main list of performers. As predicted by yours truly, the Foo Fighters and Jay-Z both made it into the hall in their first year of eligibility. Those two were my locks to get in, and my streak of locks continues, thankfully. You know, I should start betting in Vegas on these things. Also getting into the hall are two women who are already in the hall as part of groups. Tina Turner is in as part of Ike and Tina Turner. Carol King is in as a songwriter with her then-husband, Jerry Goffin. Both ladies are now in as solo artists, and deservedly so. The Hall also saw fit to put the Go-Go's in, which is great and very well-deserved. And in a very nice, shocking surprise, Todd Rundgren finally got into the Hall after being on the ballot more times than I can remember. Actually, that number was six. Todd being Todd, though, he still hates the Hall, but says he's happy for his fans. Not sure if he'll show up for the ceremony yet. All of these artists deserve to be inducted, so congratulations to all of them. There were, though, some other surprises. The Hall didn't stop with their usual six inductees, and maybe we'll toss in one other for good measure. For starters, they used some of their sporadically given award categories to finally right some wrongs. First, the Hall changed the name of their Sidemen category to the Award for Musical Excellence, and they actually put three artists in when they normally only put in maybe one, and that's one every other year. Say hello to newest member Billy Preston who not only played keyboards on the Beatles' classic song Get Back, but also had a great solo career of his own. For instance, the song Nothing From Nothing Leaves Nothing is his. Hard rock guitar extraordinaire great Randy Rhodes also made it in. Love him. Randy was probably most famous for being Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist on Ozzy's first solo album and is the guitarist on Ozzy's classic song, Crazy Train. Randy had immense talent and was also a classically trained guitarist whose life was tragically cut short in a joyriding plane accident where he was the passenger in a small plane that was buzzing the band's tour bus when it clipped a wing and went out of control, killing everybody on board. The Hall also saw fit to finally find a way to have more than one hip-hop artist in by making rapper and pioneer, and also one of my all-time favorite artists, LL Cool J, the third member of this award. It is about time that LL got in. Honestly, he should have been in a decade ago. The Hall also put three artists into their Early Influencer Award category. In writing an extremely long time wrong, Electronic Music Pioneers Craftwork finally break through and brings EDM finally, officially, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Also getting inducted into this category is spoken word musical poet, the legendary Mr. Gil Scott Heron, and also the father of the Delta Blues, the legendary Mr. Charlie Patton. The Ahmet Erdogan Award this year goes to the Black Godfather, music executive, entrepreneur, and film producer Clarence Avant. You should check out his documentary, The Black Godfather, if you have not as of yet. It is on, I believe, Netflix or HBO Max, one of those, but definitely search it out. It's a great documentary on a man who is still alive at this point, and I believe he's in his 90s, or maybe upper 80s. In any event, kudos to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame head John Sykes, who used to run VH1 about 25 years ago for making the nominating committees much more diverse this year so that we have this amazingly great group of inductees and they are extremely diverse. Still, as you know, I've got beef with a few omissions, as always. For instance, I can understand not putting Felicuti in because him ending up being second in the fan vote was just a little bit suspect, like some bots or somebody ended up voting for him. He deserves to get in, though. However, you couldn't put Iron Maiden in? Okay, I get the fact that they don't want to be inducted and could really care less about the hall. In fact, they all hate the hall. But Todd Rundgren is also on record as saying that he doesn't want to be in, and he's now in. So why no Iron Maiden? I get that Mary J. Blige didn't get in, although she deserves it, but it might take some time for her. But why no Shaka Khan? She deserves to be in, both as part of Rufus and Shaka Khan and as a solo artist. Also, as always, no Rage Against the Machine? Come on, guys. Can't more than one band that started in the 90s make it into the hall on the same ballot? That answer is apparently no. Anyway, the hall list is really good this year, and I'm extremely pleased with this list, despite my little grubs of... I mean, really? uh, Rage Against the Machine? Guys, please. Next year, they better be in. I'm just saying. Okay, rant's over. I am extremely pleased with this list. It's a very diverse list. It's about time that they actually did a diverse list. Good job, Hall. You got one right, finally. The induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Class of 2021 will be held in Cleveland, Ohio this year on October 30th. It will be shown on HBO. Tickets for the ceremony, by the way, go on sale in July. And if you're asking me if I'm going, the answer is mm, probably not. Just because it's Cleveland and probably not. Let's move on to the charts for the week, starting off with Billboard magazine, as we always do. Top album, DJ Khaled's Khaled Khaled. Top single, The Weeknd and Ariana Grande's Save Your Tears. Top artist is DJ Khaled. Top social media artist for the 2000th week in a row, it feels like, BTS. 
Top streaming song, Polo G's Rap Star. Top digital sales song, Masked Wolf, Astronaut in the Ocean. Top sales album and top current sales album is Gojira with Fortitude. Top catalog album sale for yet another week is Queen's Greatest Hits. Thomas Rhett's Country Again, Side A is the top independent album. Top vinyl album is Manchester Orchestra with The Million Masks of God. And the top adult contemporary song for the what feels like 80 millionth week in a row as well is, you guessed it, The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. On the country charts, top country album is Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album. Top country song, Luke Combs' Forever After All, which also happens to be the top country streaming song, and the top country digital sales song. On the rock charts, top rock song is not 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's mood for the first time in, wow, let's just say months. Literally since probably the year began, I'm going to say. As a matter of fact, I don't actually say 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's mood on any of this chart for the first time in a very, very long time. Literally, it's been about a half a year. So, with that all said, top rock song is the Kid Leroy and Miley Cyrus with Without You. That also happens to be the top alternative song for the week and the top alternative digital sales song for the week. Meanwhile, Gojira's Fortitude is the top rock album. Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear's My Ex's Best Friend is the top rock streaming song. Top rock digital sales song is Ellie King and Miranda Lambert's Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. Top hard rock album is Gojira's Fortitude. Five Finger Death Punches, A Little Bit Off is a top hard rock song. Top hard rock streaming song is Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. And the top hard rock digital sales song is Spirit Box with Circle With Me. As mentioned before, top alternative song and top alternative digital song is the one with Kid Leroy and Miley Cyrus. Top alternative streaming song, though, is Billie Eilish's new one. It's called Your Power. Top alternative album is Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. On the rap charts, top rap album is DJ Khaled's Khaled Khaled. Polo G's Rap Star is the top rap song and the top rap streaming song and the top rap digital sales song is Mass Wolf Astronaut in the Ocean. On the R&B charts, Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open is the top R&B song and the top R&B digital sales song. Top R&B album is The Weeknd's After Hours and the top R&B streaming song is Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. Globally, with or without the U.S.'s numbers, the top song is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name. In other parts of the global universe, the top Latin song is Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez's Dakiti. Also, that happens to be the top Latin streaming song. Meanwhile, the top Latin album is Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, Caliuchis's Telepatia is the top Latin digital sales song, and back to being number one on the top Latin pop albums chart 
It is Selena's Ones, and I believe that has a lot to do with a series that's on one of the streaming channels, I forget which one, uh, talking about her life. As far as other parts of the world go, top Canadian song, Dua Lipa and Da Baby's Levitating, which also happens to be the top Canadian adult contemporary song. Top Canadian album is Charlotte Cardin's Phoenix. Top Canadian digital sales song is The Weeknd and Ariana Grande's Save Your Tears. Top Canadian country album is Luke Combs, or country song, I should say, is Luke Combs' is Forever After All. Top Canadian rock song is J.J. Wilde's Mercy. Top K-pop song in the Korean Peninsula, that would be Brave Girls with Rolin. Top UK song. Tian Wayne, Russ Millions, RD, E1 3x3, ZT 3x3, Bugsy Malone, Buny, and 5 with Body Remix. And yes, I will say that a couple more times on this chart this week. Top UK album is Royal Blood with Typhoons. Top UK digital sales song is Little Mix and Saweetie with Confetti. Top Euro digital sales song is Riton and Nightcrawlers, Mufasa and Hype Man with Friday. Top digital sales song in France is The Weeknd and Ariana Grande's Save Your Tears. Top German song, Nathan Evans Wellerman, which also happens to be the top Switzerland digital sales song. Top German album is UFO 361 with Stay High. Top digital sales song in Spain is the Harmony Group, who replaced themselves this week. Last week it was Jerusalema. This week it's Imagine. In Australia, the top Australian album is Amy Shark's Cry Forever. And for yet another week, the top digital sales song is Pink and Willow Sage Heart with Cover Me in Sunshine. As always, the EDM charts for Billboard are put on the EDM podcast, which drops every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's New York City, for those of you who are not familiar with that. That also happens to be, in other parts of the world, 6 a.m. in Rio, 4 a.m. in Chicago, 3 a.m. in Denver, Colorado, 2 a.m. in Los Angeles, California, 1 a.m. in Juneau, Alaska, 11 p.m. Monday night in Honolulu. Yes, Honolulu is actually six hours behind New York City and the rest of the East Coast of America. Overseas, on the other side of the pond, that's 10 a.m. in London, 11 a.m. in Paris, high noon in Moscow, 1 p.m. in Dubai, 2.30 p.m. in Mumbai, India, 5 p.m. in Singapore and Beijing, China, 6 p.m. in Tokyo, Japan, 7 p.m. in Sydney, Australia, and 9 p.m. Tuesday night in Auckland, New Zealand. Onwards, the top Apple album is J. Cole's The Off Season, and the top single on Apple's iTunes is Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne with Seeing Green on the Spotify charts. 
Top global streaming song for another week is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Top American streaming song is Doja Cat and SZA with Kiss Me More. And the top UK streaming song is, here we go again, Tion Wayne, Russ Millions, RD, E1, 3x3, ZT, 3x3, Bugsy Malone, Buny, and 5 with Body Remix. On the YouTube charts in America, top song is Polo G's Rap Star with 6.7 million views. Top artist is Young Boy Never Broke Again for Another Week with 34.7 million views. Top music video is DJ Khaled's new one, Every Chance I Get, 4.6 million views. In the UK, top song and top music video is the one that I've already said a couple times. Tion Wayne, Russ Millions, RDE1, 3x3ZT, 3x3, Bugsy Malone, Buny, and 5 with the Body Remix. 4.04 million views for top song. And as far as top music video goes, it's 2.4 million views. Meanwhile, Russ, just by himself, not with everybody else, is the top artist in the UK with 4.99 million views on YouTube. Globally on YouTube, well, it's back to being Indian music, actually, except for one. Top song, reclaiming the number one spot is Jubin now, now, let's try that again. Now, Tial, N A U T I Y A L, Now, Tial, and Emran Hashmi with Loot Gay, 42.5 million views. Globally, the top artist for what seems like, I believe, the 20th week in a row is Alka Yadnik. However, she is dropping rapidly. She is now down to 225 million views, and there's a couple other artists who are creeping up, so she may not be number one for much longer. The top music video, though, is actually more on the Latin side. It is Guerra MX for Mexico and Christian Nodal with Botella Tras Botella. That music video had 27.4 million views globally on YouTube. HitsDailyDouble.com's top album is Moneybag Yo's A Gangster's Pain, reclaiming the top spot. Song revenue charts, Polo G's Rap Star is still the number one song as far as this chart goes. These numbers are in Great Britain. They are not in America, by the way. This week, it drops about $20,000, 23000 actually, down to $141,800 streaming revenue of $140,481 on 25,243,000 streams, sales revenue 1319 on 1,400 units sold. So it has decreased by 500 units from last week and about $22,000 in terms of streaming revenue. As always, buy your music. Stop streaming it. Artists only get six-tenths of a penny per stream, just so you know. 
Shazam! Top U.S. single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. Meanwhile, the top U.K. single on Shazam! and on BBC One Radio is The Blessed Madonna and Fred again with Marea, We've Lost Dancing. BBC Two Radio's top single, by the way, is Years and Years with Starstruck. On the iHeartRadio charts, top 40 single, The Weeknd and Ariana Grande's Save Your Tears. Top country single, Jake Owen's Made For You. Top alternative rock single is 21 Pilots' Shy Away. Top R&B single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. And top adult contemporary single is Gabby Barrett's I Hope. Rolling Stone Magazine's charts. Top song, J. Cole's Interlude with... 18 million streams. Top album, though, is not the new one from J. Cole. It is Moneybag Yo's A Gangsta's Pain. Top streamed artist is Drake with 89.3 million streams. Top trending song is Corday and Young Thug's What's Up. Now, in terms of new releases, last week there were new ones from Cake Pop, Damien Gerardo, Ethan Gold, Fatima Al-Kadini, or Kadiri, I should say, Jay Coles, The Offseason, Johnny Flynn, Yorga Smith, Juliana Hatfield, Miles Kennedy, Paul Weller, Sarah Neufeld, Sons of Comet, St. Vincent, The Black Keys, and The Chills. And you should, you should search out all of those albums. They're actually all pretty good. This coming week, you will get new ones from, among others, Blake Shelton, also Chai, Chrissy Hines, who used to be in The Pretenders, Colleen, Fly Pan Am, Gary Newman, yes, the guy who sang Cars way back in the 80s, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Gruff Rhymes, or Gruff Reese, I should say, Lord Huron, Do Mokhtar, Mickey Dolenz, as in Mickey Dolenz, who was in The Monkees, Nicholas Govich, Olivia Rodrigo puts out her full-length album, Patrick Page II, Paula Cole, yes, the Paula Cole from the 1990s, and a new one from 21 Pilots. And Chrissy Hines, I believe, is still actually in The Pretenders. It's just that The Pretenders are kind of quiet at the moment. So this is a solo album from her. She is singing Bob Dylan songs. Meanwhile, Mickey Dolenz is going to sing Nesmith, as in Mike Nesmith, who is also in The Monkees or was in The Monkees. That group's very confusing. In any event, that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 208. Thank you very, very much for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. 
If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today. We are also on Twitter at music history day, and you can now find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when. All of those links can be found in the show notes below. Thank you very, very much for listening. We'll be right back.